Hello and welcome back to Sort by Best Match. I'm Megan. I'm Emily. And we're in my dorm room. Crazy. This is a very rare occurrence. I think we had one other time. Last year. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't here. What? We had one. Yeah. Yes. Never mind. Yeah. Ignore me. Ignore (laughs) me. Um, A while ago, because my roommate does not know about the podcast, and I... I've just worked it up in my head about telling her that I just don't want to, and it's... You seem so relatable to me. Okay, continue. Was, <laughs> <laughs> you want to elaborate on that? <laughs> I think we can... It's too much to go into. Anyways, um, I worked it up in my head that she'd mm-hmm. be like, mm, what is this? Mm-hmm. So I'm avoiding doing that. Even though she knows a shit ton of other embarrassing stuff yeah. about me, I don't... Letting her have access to the podcast would connect her to my actual fan mm-hmm. fiction and my online presence that's, like, covert. Yeah. And I'm not sure I want to give her that. Ivy, I don't think, is ever going to look at it. Yeah. Ivy, like, kept, like, was when we first told them, they were, like, pretending to listen, and I was like, no, <laughs> click away. But it was just a little joke, so they actually didn't listen. <laughs> I think they've only listened to, like, the BTS episode. Yes. Yeah. Well, the BTS episode is so funny. Slide. Um, but, yeah, so we're hardly ever in my room, but my roommate's gone for the weekend, so we're in the new recording studio. Yes. Um, also kind of hoping, I don't think we're going to lose power at this point in yeah, time. Yeah, no, it's fine. That might... Oh my god. I literally don't think it matters. I'm fine with it really coming doesn't. out with our, uh, location. They know that we're, like, East Coast vaguely. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> um, anyways, so today we have... Harry Potter for the second time. And Five Nights at Freddy's. So... Hey, kids. Nice to meet you. <laughs> we should sing that later on. Uh, it does kind of hit. Yeah. Um, but our rule for, like, repeating stuff is that the second go around, it has to be the other person who does it. So mm-hmm. Emily picked for the first time. Yeah. It was, like, our second episode. Yeah. I yeah, second. So. Yeah, second. Because um, the first one was Britain's Got Talent. And Voltron. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I so funny. I, I it still holds up to me as hilarious. Um, I don't know if I've quite managed to live up to that, but okay. I do have some stuff that I think is funny. So it was my turn, and then Emily has Five Nights at Freddy's yes. for us later. So we're gonna start. There's also a lot of doors, yeah, slamming, and there might be heat noises. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't turn that off. Uh, they're, like, on our window, like, the outside thing is, like, open. So it's not like there's, like, stuff coming in. But it's, like, whipping around in the wind. And we're like, we should probably go closed out. But, like, we'd have to go walk around the whole building and shut it. Emily, we're, on the, we're on the ground floor. So, Emily like, and Ivy. <laughs> Emily and Ivy have a broken fucking window. And instead of, like, submitting a work order to the school, because it's, like, the middle of winter here, and it's cold. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, all the cold air is, like, fucking coming in, and they're, and they're the all... broken heater. And the broken heater, yeah. yes. So they've got this issue, and then instead of submitting a work order, like, my roommate and I were like, hey, you should just submit a work order. Um, they were like, mm, mm, <laughs> no. So we have a space heater, and it works. But the reason why... I'm scared, like, they're going to die in a fire. We barely keep it on, like, at all. I know. And it's only going to probably be necessary for, like, a few more weeks. But uh, but the reason why we're not going to have some random man come into our room is, first of all, our room is so small that it's, like, would... Like, there's no... If 
someone else comes in the room, like the only like we just have to sit in our beds. Like there's nowhere you can really. That's true. Their room is pretty bad. But then also our room is now covered in BTS posters. (laughs) Completely covered. (laughs) It's like that's our goal is to just. It's really funny is to just look at and the posters are awful. So my room is not covered in BTS posters. Just so you guys know. It's covered in sticky notes that have characters' names on them, including <laughs> BTS names. I wish I could do a room tour because I I think it's fun. I have a lot of posters on the wall besides my bed. Like I'm we're going for maximalism, my roommate and I. Every surface must be covered. But the thing is the sticky notes, um, jails for men, like yes. fictional men, real men. So like, for example, um, and there's different categories of jail. And then there's one category that's, like, good. Yeah. Um, so we have, like, purgatory. We have regular jail. We have solitary confinement. <laughs> we have death row. There's so, heaven. Like, and then, well, yeah. Heaven is just for Jungkook. Um, <laughs> but then we've got, like, hit the sleigh button, which is the yes. one good category. So um, an example of death row, we have light Yagami on yeah. death row. Erin Ye- Yeager, OMG. On death row. Honey R-P. from... Like, Oren, High School Host Club, Mal from Shadow and Bone, they're on death row. Harden Scott. Yes. Those are an exa- like examples of yes. people on death row. Um, anyways, irrelevant. <laughs> it's just, that's what we're looking at right now. So, this is the first one for you. We're on fanfiction.net. Okay. Umbridge's point of view. I pick the book off of the floor. Death note. <laughs> Flipping through it, I find nothing. Just smooth white pages of blankness staring boldly back at me, unabashed by my presence, until I reach the book, reach the back, that is. I scan the instructions. Interesting. A little slip of white paper floats into my mind. Dumbledore's army. Wouldn't it be nice to have a series of complete, have a series of completely unrelated accidents leading to the tragic demise of every person on that list. She's just so casually <laughs> contemplating killing about, like, 30 children. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's not, I feel like it's accurate, though. She would. So satisfying. Dolores the victor, Potter the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because he's dead. Yeah. But I have to disguise it. After all, if it's found, I could be in serious trouble if they trace it back to me. I glance furatively around before tapping it gently with my wand book changes to a cracked maroon leather bound planner with the gold embellished words planner so true (laughs) (laughs) i open up the yellow pages faintly scored with horizontal lines every day is marked on a new page from the beginning of the year and at the end of the day is a section marked detention all i need is to do is scribble the names of those miscreants into the detention slots and allocate them detention times and there'll be no evidence pointing to me this is so dramatic for keeping this secret right I hug my discovery to my chest with glee. I've won. That reminded me of Light's inner monologue so much that <laughs> yeah. I've won. <laughs> Nobody's POV. As Umbridge hurried around the corner towards her office, Hermione Granger appeared from under the invisibility cloak holding a camera. Bingo, she smirked. All she had to do now was follow Umbridge and recover her, record her writing down the names that added to the evidence of her use of the blood quill as a punishment and Umbridge would be fired. Wow. What this a, is an elaborately staged yeah. ruse. What, who would come up with an idea to place a book, the death note, if you write in well, it, people keep, will die. Keep reading. Hermione had never known a homework planner to be so useful. I guess anime plus charms equals complete and utter genius. Okay, so she... The anime exists. Yeah. And so true, because she's muggle-born, so she would know. 
But, but keep reading. It's okay. not just a planner. Meanwhile, up above, Ryuk watched the events taking place. Okay. <laughs> so, Hermione put an actual death note what? in Umbridge's possession. What? I thought she just magicked a thing to say death note. I don't know, but... Oh, never mind. I wasn't reading that right. He was planning to drop his note somewhere soon, but he couldn't help but stop and laugh at the young woman's cunning and absolute genius. Wow. Okay. So Hermione is Kira. Yeah. He's going to give it to her. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't think she'd want to put an actual death note. Cause no, Umbridge I just think it would be funny write... if she did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying Hermione can write her name and Umbridge's name mm-hmm. in it. Okay. So that one was Trap by Awesome Writer 177. Wow. Um, let's do this one. I'm going to have you skip ahead a bit, but yeah. Harry's point of view. Oh, that reminds me. I saw a TikTok that was like, this person had to like, you have to quickly like write in answers or something. And it was like, uh, like, uh, I guess kind of like categories maybe. Mm-hmm. So that like thing was like write a character, like, name a Harry Potter character, and, like, the letter was H, so they're, like, write a Harry Potter character, and they're, like, uh, Hagrid. (laughs) (laughs) Harry's literally right there, but, alright. There's so many characters that begin with H, Harry, Hermione. Hermione. I went for Hagrid, interesting. Okay, Potter, Harry, as Professor McGonagall yelled out my name on the parchment, my throat nodded up. How can I choose? Which house was I? Hufflepuff, Gryffindor, or Slytherin? It was so hard to choose. As I rose up, a murmur rang against me, and people were all looking at me, pointing at me, staring at me with whispers of, there's the boy who lived, and there's his scar. I never got that much attention before. Uncle Uncle Vernon banned me against it. Okay. (laughs) How do you ban someone from attention? (laughs) They hated attention, at least from me. So he can't give anyone attention either. Yeah. Like, no attention just in general. (laughs) All right. How do you... (laughs) They catch him paying attention to something, and they slap him. Of course, my first choice is to look away, or did I? I drew myself to my tallest. Or and- did I? <laughs> <laughs> also, this doesn't. What? Of course, my first choice is to look away, or did I? That makes no sense. I know. <laughs> okay. I drew myself to my tallest and ate up the comments. He's, he's really taken in that attention now. Did I want to prove myself that I was worthy of their glance? That I wasn't just famous because of a little thing I did when I was young? And that I would be famous still if I wasn't the boy who lived? Yes, I wanted to. Okay. <laughs> As I walked up and sat on the stool, I felt the sorting hat flop down my head. All at once, the chitter-chatter, cute silence surra- around me, muffed, blocked by the dark leather. What? Oh. Just the sound got muffled. Yeah, I know the- that's what they're saying. I know. It's- I'm just more just, I'm trying know. to figure out how they wrote that sentence, how that came out. I was in my own thoughts, no. I can say anything now. <laughs> <laughs> It's like misspelled just one sentence before. I know. My, my, my boy, Harry Potter, is it? Well, I was impressed that an old leather hat could first talk. Now it know my name. Know it know my name. Know it know my name. What magic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Of course, Harry, I listen to the news and I am magic. I jumped. You, You can hear my mind, I thought. Yes, Potter, I can hear your mind, though it is far more fast than the other children of your age, all right? So if you can, you know where to put me, I asked hopefully, because I have no idea. I, give me a second. Your thoughts are extremely fast. Okay. <laughs> I'm having a hard time catching up with you. I tried, tried imagining how do one or a hat try catching up with a mind. 
Now, now, no thinking. Perhaps it would be better if you stop thinking and let me do the thinking. Okay, I'm going to skip you. So, all right. There. Just put me anywhere and I'll deal with it, I groaned. What if I'm in Hufflepuff or Slytherin? What if Ron didn't want to be my friend? I'll deal with it. I just have to get out of here. Exactly the problem. You define traits of all houses equally, but at the same time, you don't have mere personal choice. You're brave, bold, the traits of a Gryffindor, but at the same time, you have the thirst for knowledge and traits of a Slytherin and Ravenclaw. You are loyal and wish not for your power to be used in the wrong hands. Hufflepuff. But you wish for adventure, which is not a trait of a Hufflepuff. Wait, do I have to? Was it a must? Could it have to be? A normal circumstances, I would... I would have been scared, would have been nervous that I can't fit right in. But ever since I got into Hogwarts, my thoughts changed. Something was calling me, pulling into him or him, her or it. It didn't feel scared, nor the oddball. Something was whispering to me, telling me that, hey, don't move. I'm coming for you. <laughs> okay? It's not what you think. <laughs> well, I don't even know what I think it is. But, Nothing's coming for him. Oh, okay. But it wasn't Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff, nor Slytherin. Something beyond that. Beyond these simple houses that meant nothing to me. Nothing but places to fit in, and I stuck out. You want to know where to put me, I asked suddenly, angrily, not desperate to get out, but pissed off, annoyed. Neither. Put me in neither. Don't put me anywhere. I don't fit these. I'm imagining him yelling this out loud. (laughs) The sorting hat was silent for a moment, then it chuckled in a deep woolen fabric of the hat. I heard its voice, muffled through, though clear as water, cutting through the now silent great hall as it opened its mouth. Divergent. <laughs> okay. So he's divergent. And then they end the story there, so we don't know what the consequences um, yeah. of like, him. Does he have a new place to sit? In the... I don't know. They put him in the divergent the house, which is just him all alone. I uh, I guess divergent slay. Yeah. So this is, in a world where I have to choose, I choose Divergent, on fanfiction.net by Sonia Lee. In a world where I have to choose, (laughs) I choose Divergent. Divergent. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to get a tattoo of that. (laughs) The, the, The summary to it, in a world where I have to choose, I choose neither. My name is Harry Potter. I was the boy who lived, but now I am not. I survived the war. I have a lightning scar on my forehead, but now you might know me better as... Harry Potter, the Hogwarts Divergent. (laughs) (laughs) So that was that. (laughs) Okay, wait. This one, I do feel bad. It's it's mostly funny for me, but it is. I still found it funny. Okay. Ambrose. This is a Wizard One Hundred and One crossover. I would assume. (laughs) Right. Ambrose is like the. He looks like Dumbledore. Oh, okay. And that's what this is about. Omg. So at the top of Headmaster Tower that overlooks the commons of Wizard City, Cyrus Drake pointed his wand at him. So that's the the myth professor in this game. So okay. Wizard 101 is a little computer game that I played as a kid and have gotten back into over, like, the winter. But Cyrus Drake has an evil brother. So oh, the, okay. Basically, this whole person's point was that he looks evil. Okay. He reminds them of Snape. Now you may continue. Cyrus Drake pointed his wand at him, ready to cast a spell at any time. Ambrose wasn't armed, and his only means of escape was to jump out of the tower onto the hard cobblestone below, which would mean immediate death. Cyrus, please. Ambrose begs. Cyrus pulls a card from his deck. <laughs> <laughs> this is what makes it funny to me. Like, this emotional moment, and then he pulls a card from his deck. Earthquake, he says. 
drawing the symbol of for myth in the air. The spell comes to life and strikes the headmaster. He stumbles back and falls out of the headmaster tower. Your wizard gasps. So you're there just kind of watching. Oh, okay. Cyrus Drake watches the beloved headmaster fall, then turns to leave. His cloak billows behind him as he descends the stairs. Drake, you shout. He trusted you. You follow him out of the commons and into Ravenwood. Cyrus is making his way towards Bartleby. Bartleby? Bartleby. That's the the world tree. It's like where you teleport oh, okay. to things. You cast a spell at him to stop his escape, but he had the shield up in seconds. He cast a troll, which knocks you backwards with its club. You get up, determined not to lose him. This time, you cast Orthrus. I have no idea what that one is. But due to his resistance, it does no noticeable damage. He casts another spell that knocks you back. There's a loud thud as your back hits the grass. Suddenly you realize that the force of the spell knocked your wand out of your hand. You scramble to find it as quickly as possible. Your eyes widen as you see the myth teacher walking towards you. You dare use my own spells against me? You're at a loss for words. Cyrus leans over you and notices your bewildered expression. Yes, I am the half-blood conjurer. (laughs) So, I think that one is called The Half-Blood Conjurer Mm -hmm. by Silverdoe394. The thing about this that makes me laugh mentally is like in a wizard 101 battle it's not like a it's not like a fight like an mm-hmm. individual fight it when you start a battle with something it triggers this giant circle that you have to stand in and it's a turn-based combat system where you click a card and then you click who you're casting it on and then you wait like, and you can't move so there's none of this like dynamic and you cast the card and you drop your one mm-hmm. no you stand in the circle and you click and then you click like, it would not happen like this anyways um, but this person wrote it ironically. Um, all right, now we are going to move to Wattpad. OMG. I hate you. I love you. I hate that. I was on <laughs> By Hot Stories 101. From uh, Draco uh, Imagines. Yeah, this is the chapter name. Is I hate you, I love you. Okay. House Slytherin, year 6, age 16, blood pure. And it says, there's going to be swearing. Warning. God... Your name? So, God, Emily, you're such a bitch, Draco said with anger in his voice. Me, a bitch? Look at yourself, you snarled back. You called me a bitch because I talked to Harry? Draco huffed and replied at your outburst. You couldn't believe he was acting like this. All you did was ask Harry for help on the DADA homework. The Defense Defense Against against the Dark dark Arts. arts. Data? Yeah. Uh, He was being a prick and he knew it. Who knew being the famous Draco Malfoy's girlfriend was this difficult? Well, maybe your boyfriend could have helped you instead of the chosen one, Draco yelled. <laughs> well, maybe you're just awful at Defense Against the Dark Arts, Draco. Maybe you are a dark art, Draco. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? You sneered in his face. You obviously fancy that asshole, the tall boy said, staring straight at you. No, I don't, you snarled. The bleach is getting to your brain. <laughs> For the last fucking time, I do not bleach my hair, Draco yelled, his face turning red with anger. Nobody's hair is that blonde unless you're albino, you yelled back. Okay. <laughs> Cut the shit out and go back to the topic. Hot topic? Hot topic. Go back to hot topic? Mm-hmm. Draco huffed angrily. I'm allowed to talk to other guys, he replied more calmly. No, you're not, unless I'm with you. The boy this, huffed. <laughs> the thing with, like, Wattpad people who, like, write relationships like this, I'm like, yeah, like this is hot to you? I'm like, mm. No, you're not. I'm, not. I'm like, <laughs> do you want to fantasize about? They're just writing... So when they, this is their script for when they, uh... When they shift. Shift, yes. So true. Shifting is such an interesting <laughs> concept. I know Tom Felton is trying to shift to be Draco. He wants to so bad. He's trying to sleep every night, trying to wake up as Draco. He wants to so bad. 
Uh, no, you're not, unless I'm with you, the boy huffed. Ah, uh, is someone jealous? You said in your best baby voice. Isn't that just precious? I am not a child, and I am not precious, Draco said, getting angrier by the second. Then stop being an albino prick about everything. <laughs> you shouted in response. I'm not albino. Like, this is like, how is someone typing that out seriously? I don't know. The top- it's a long collection, too. Like, it is serious. <laughs> yeah, like, you can tell. The tall boy said, towering over you. Tell that to your albino father, you said with a smirk. Like, they're making it seem like this girl is, like, so cool. And, but she's... YN is... She's clapping back. Yeah. He, he can't even... He can't even think of a comeback. <laughs> Get out of my dorm, Draco suddenly yelled. Jeez, I'm going... Calm down, mister. I don't bleach my hair, you said, turning towards the door. Before you could open the door, Draco threw a pillow at you. Oh, my God. Out, Draco bellowed. You opened the door and hurried out, trying not to laugh. You two argued a lot, but you always thought the arguments were rather funny when Draco got mad at little things. You entered your dorm to see Pansy Perkinson was still up. Pansy has been your best friend since first year, and you told each other everything. All right, so Skip, you're just gonna you're gonna tell her about what happened, whatever, and then yeah. Draco arrives, and yeah, you woke up around to someone waking around your dorm, <laughs> waking around your dorm. Yes. yes, that's what it says. You look over at the small clock next to your bed and saw that it was twelve o five a.m. You were confused as you felt someone get into your bed next to you. You rolled over to see gray eyes looking at you. You smiled when you realized who the eyes belonged to. Draco Malfoy. Hey, oh, yes, bubs, you said <laughs> while looking at your lover. <laughs> I'm sorry, love, spelled L-U-V. Uh, I'm sorry, love. It's like, boy with love. Shut up. What? Okay. I'm sorry, love, Draco said with his bottom lip out in a pout. You smiled, moving closer into his side. It's okay, bub, you said gently. It's not your fault you were being a git. Emily, Draco hissed. You giggled softly before closing your eyes again. Draco wrapped his arms around you as you both feel into a darkness sleep beyond happy to be in each other's arms. Wow. Well, good for them. Um, just the, the back and forth of albino, albino. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. This one. Is... Okay. Chapter one of... Pregnancy Potion Mishap. Oh! <laughs> it's by Dream Big and Bold. They did Dream Big and Bold with uh-huh. this. Okay, and they say, just so you know, this takes place in the fifth book. Uh, and because the pregnancy potion thing will obviously make um- Umbridge, Umbridge mad, and we all hate Umbridge. Uh, so, also, I'm not saying who's Hermione's partner in class, so we can guess in the comments if he's who you want. So, yes. we can, we'll decide, I guess, who may be Hermione's fifth. Fi- the father of Hermione's baby. Yeah, we're only reading one chapter of this, so I didn't I didn't read far enough ahead to to know who the mm-hmm. partner is if it's revealed. So we can just kind of put this on. Yeah, we can choose a partner. Yeah, your name's point of view. Today in potions class, we're making pregnancy potions. Why? Yeah, like why would you do that? <laughs> my also, I don't really get it. Like, oh, I guess maybe maybe you have to put like the DNA of someone, and that's how it would. Because I'm like based on I was thinking pregnancy potion would just create like a asexual reproduction right but maybe it doesn't okay yeah my partner is the harry potter aka my crush i don't like him because he's famous though i like him because he's brave cute kind and perfect and divergent <laughs> I added that. we've just finished making our potion emoji of what is it called it's a, like a test tube yeah, test tube love that There's a, every time they say potion in this fanfic <laughs> potion emotion <laughs> snape is coming to look at it when boom Explosion emoji. <laughs> Neville's cauldron explodes. Right after it explodes, my potion spills on me. Hermione in blanks. Potion spills on Hermione. Like, so but, let's let's pick a boyfriend. Yeah, because like 
even though it's like, oh, emojis, that means it's probably fake. But just because you can tell that, like, they're leaving Hermione's thing blank, like, all oh, this means it's so real. It is real. Yeah. But, okay, who is Hermione's partner? Because I don't know if it's supposed to be Ron or not. Well, I think they don't want to say if it's Ron or Draco because people mm. will get too, maybe too mad about they it. They want people to away. read for YN and Harry and yeah. not and put their own. Yeah. So... Let's just pick a different man. That's what I'm saying. Who's not even involved like, in this. We switch it up a bit. Um, it's. Hmm. Hmm. No BTS. I was. I'm not thinking of BTS. Okay, just say it then. No, I'm not thinking of BTS. I can't think of anything. Um, I was trying to think of a Harry Potter character, but I was like, one that would be funny, and I, the only ones that I think of would be funny would be adults, so it wouldn't be funny. <laughs> it's Edward Cullen. Oh, okay, that works. Okay. Hermione and Edward's potion spills on Hermione. Mr. Lungbottom, 100 points from Gryffindor. Look what you've done. You've blown up a potion and caused the potion emoji to be <laughs> spilt on Miss, my last name, uh, uh, Jungkook, and, <laughs> and Miss Granger. Miss Granger and Miss Jungkook. <laughs> Are you gonna be able to get through this? <laughs> Ten points from Gryffindor. <laughs> Are you gonna be able to get through this? I doubt it's gonna say the last name of her again. So okay. Ten points from Gryffindor. Each for not moving quickly enough. Now go to the hospital wing. Snape yells. I get up slowly. Hermione gets up from her seat sl- slowly too. After we walk out, I say, "If Harry and I made a potion emoji <laughs> right then, that means I'm pregnant." <laughs> You and Edward. I'm just like wondering, what did Harry put in that potion? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, was Harry jacking off into the cauldron? And was like, when you put like a piece of hair or something. I hope like, so. I feel like they wouldn't have you actually put any DNA or something into that. No, like, and then it immediately touches her, and she's like, "I'm pregnant." Because like the like like a man could do that, and then like someone could immediately just like do it, right? And then, like they can't like stop. What that. happens like, if it falls on a man? Omg, impreg. Oh. If you and Edward made the potion right, that means you're pregnant. I say. Yeah, she says. We walked in silence the rest of the way. <laughs> She's just like, yeah. <laughs> when we walk in, Madame Pomfrey was giving a student some medicine. We waited until she was done and walk over to her. Madame Pomfrey, can we talk to you somewhere where no one can hear us? I ask, knowing if one person knows, the whole school will know in an hour. The whole school's gonna know real yeah. soon. The, the whole class just <laughs> saw you have this little... Of course, dear, she says. When we get out of anyone's hearing range and stop, I say... A pregnancy potion was spilled on me and an- another on Hermione. I have a muggle pregnancy test somewhere, she says as she goes to look. I feel like, why can't you do a little magic? No. A few minutes later, she comes back with two muggle pregnancy tests. Good thing I have to use the restroom, I say. Okay. <laughs> After I take the pregnancy test, I take it back to Madame Pomfrey. It wouldn't even show up. <laughs> without, yeah, without looking at it, Hermione has Edie, and they're ready already, but Edie given hers to Madame Pomfrey. You two are both pregnant. I want you two back here in a month. For an ultrasound, I'm going to explain this to your professor, she says. Today's the day our lives will change forever, I say to Hermione. Are we going to tell them? I think they already know. Like, I (laughs) think it's pretty damn obvious. (laughs) Hermione asked, talking about Harry and Edward. I don't know when, but yeah, I say. It's time for lunch. Yay, I'm starving and having weird cravings already? Okay. Like, is this like a Bella Swan pregnancy where the, where the baby grows at like an exponential rate? I was say, why is this starting already? So. I don't know. At lunch, Harry waves me and Hermione over. Hi, I say semi-awkwardly. Hello, Hermione says, somehow sounding normal. What did Madame Pomfrey say? Ron asks. So, Ron is here though, so. Yeah, but they don't, I don't know, but he's yeah. not blank. Yeah. Or so. is he? It's who? Who knows? I don't know. Ron asks, really, Ronald? 
that's what you say first? Hermione says, obviously annoyed at him. I mean, you went to the hospital. I think <laughs> I think it is kind of fair to ask that. Yeah. Harry looks like he also wants to know. Wait, of course he does. He knows if I'm pregnant, emoji of a pregnant girl, then he's, <laughs> he, then he's the dad. I'm pregnant, so is Hermione. We- Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we both have to go to Madame Pomfrey next month for a checkup. She's going to tell all the professors about it. Actually, she's up there whispering to them. Why would... I feel like this would do something in private, not go whisper to people, but... No. I say, Hermione nods. Harry right now looks like he's in shock. Wait, of course he does. He's going to be a dad. Why are they brewing teen pregnancy (laughs) potions in class? Well, I'm going to be a mom, and at 15... Why are they not wearing gloves? Literally. (laughs) Wait, technically, it's not worse. Okay. Bloody hell, Ron (laughs) says. Are you okay, Harry? I ask, since he's sitting there in shock. He just did there. He just did there. Okay. All right, we're going to skip. Um... Professor McGonagall. After lunch on our way to our next class, Professor McGonagall walks up to Hermione and I. The other professors... <laughs> so I just wanted you to have to say it again. And I would like to talk to you... M- m- <laughs> say it! Talk with you, Miss Junkook and Miss Granger. Yes, Professor, I say. Like, am I continuing? Yeah. But Hermione and I follow her to Dumbledore's office, where all of the professors stand. Apparently, they left tests on the desks, locked the doors, and put anti-cheating charms up. What? Miss Granger and Miss Junkook, we have been told you two are now pregnant. <laughs> like, this is so dramatic. Dumbledore says, Has Hogwarts never dealt with teen pregnancy before? Yeah. I also feel like they have to have a potion. If there's a pregnancy potion, there's gotta be a uh, plan B and potion. Re- I would think so. <laughs> they should have been getting that right away. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, I say, I believe they shouldn't have them, Umbridge says. <laughs> Okay, Dolores is in decision whether they have them or not, Dumbledore says. Okay. Umbridge is anti-baby. <laughs> so true. Do I want the child? I don't know. I don't want to kill it, though. Plus, it just feels so wrong to do that. The author um, is a little bit yeah. anti-abortion in this. I kind of feel like that's all, like, 12-year-old Wattpad writers. That's is, true. Like, all of their stories. Like, they never, like... When Harry Styles gets you pregnant, you never... Yeah, and it's never... I feel like they never are, like... Oh, I hate abortions. It's just always like the I don't I don't want to kill, kill it. it. Yeah. So it's like, mm, but interesting rhetoric. Yeah. You you're just kind of a product of your environment. Yeah. We're pretty much done, but they've <laughs> at the end they they get their own room each. Oh, okay. And then we get to see some pictures of it. Of Slade. Oh, <laughs> this is a nice room. <laughs> And then, and then a bathroom, <laughs> and then a walk-in closet. Oh my god! And then an empty room for a nursery. Wow. Where is the space for this? I don't know. Yeah. So that was pregnancy potion mishap. Harry Potter X reader by Dream Big and Bold on oh. Wattpad. It, it's long. Mm-hmm. And then it's discontinued. So. R.I.P. To take that in mind, if you want to read pregnancy potion mishap for yourself, you can't it will be discontinued. End. Um, so we're doing some Harry Potter preferences. I just have to find, um, the ones that I want us to do. Okay. I'm going to do... Where's favorite show? <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll do this one first. Okay. You, yours and his favorite Glee characters. <laughs> Okay. A favorite Glee character for each of the Harry Potter mm. men in this book. Harry is Blaine, which is so true, because, because. Darren Chris was Harry in a very Potter musical. Mm-hmm. Yes. That literally so funny, I yeah. want to watch it again. Slade. Uh, Draco. Sue. Slade. So true. <laughs> Ron. I'm doing like a reveal. Yes. Like I'm going slow. Finn. Oh, yeah. yeah that, I that think that's, that's pretty accurate. I feel accurate. like Ron and Finn are like 
actually pretty similar. Like it's like the dumb jock vibes, mm-hmm. but with the with the hidden side. Yeah, Fred, Sam, Slade, George, Jesse St. James. <laughs> I feel like that slightly makes sense. Like we'd egg people, but like yeah, uh, Seamus, Becky. Okay, interesting. Fuck. Cedric, Rachel. Oh! <laughs> no, I don't believe that. I also no. forgot that. Because we just had Edward. Right. And so that means... Well, that's why I picked him. I didn't realize that's why you picked him. I forgot yeah. that he was in it. Yeah. Okay. Neville. Kurt. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Okay. All right. And there was there was favorite show, and I'm just... I'm having trouble finding it. Um, it's, a, it's a very long collection. This mm. is Harry Potter Preferences by Zoe Alice X. But yeah. Um... Favorite show to watch together? Yes. Okay. Favorite show to watch together? Harry, Sex Education. Author's note, who else is obsessed with this show? Okay, Harry, I don't believe that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It seemed a little bit of a random pick yeah. to me. Draco, Merlin, also don't know if I believe that. <laughs> Draco would be hate-criming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, gay. <laughs> but derogatory. Yeah. <laughs> Ron. Pretty Little Liars, but it's spelled <laughs> wrong. And that was the reason I picked this. Why? It literally makes no sense. Why Pretty Little Liars for Ron? The Pretty Little L-I-R-E. Honestly, I would swap Ron and Draco. Yeah. I feel like Draco would watch Pretty like, Little Liars on the like down fu- low. Yeah, that- like, he would be like, I'm just watching it ironically, but it would he would yeah. be actually invested. Like, in I it. just don't know how Ron could ever be invested in Pretty no. Little Liars. Like, I would, I would have picked, like, All-American for Ron or something, like, sportsy. Yeah. Fred, the Vampire Diaries. I feel like he would watch that, iron- like, <laughs> ironically. True. Fred and George would be the type to, like, have Bachelor Night for themselves. Mm-hmm, like, yes. they wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, George, Stranger Things. I mean, that's kind of basic, but all right. Right. Seamus, Game of Thrones, also kind of basic. Mm-hmm. Cedric, the Good Doctor, okay. Mm-hmm. Neville, Riverdale. <laughs> that's so accurate, though. <laughs> Neville ships Bughead. That's literally so true. <laughs> so that was that was what I wanted to mm-hmm. show you. Oh, there was one in the there was one about periods, just where I just wanted to do Ron's section of it. Okay, Ron will yell at your uterus, stupid uterus. Why you make her feel this pain? Ron, chill. Can you just please pack me some painkillers? Just well, like. <laughs> just imagine Ron Weasley yelling at your uterus. Like people characterize him as so, so stupid. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is where we get into a a section where I'm kind of like there's a lot of stuff going on here. Um we're moving to AO3 now. Well, we're moving to Wikipedia? We're moving to Wikipedia first. <laughs> and I explained this to Emily briefly. But um have any of you heard of My Immortal? I know you can't answer me, but <laughs> My Immortal, the hallmark horrible fanfic. Like, it is honestly one of the funniest and worst things I've ever read in my life. Um, so it's a Harry Potter fanfic written way back in the day yeah. um, where everyone is, like, goth and the main character is Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way, a yeah. self-insert. We're going to read the Wikipedia summary of it because I didn't want to dedicate my whole section to My mm-hmm. Immortal my Immortal deserves its own, like, episode or half an episode, in mm-hmm. my opinion. So, or, like, a, a bonus maybe later. Yeah. Um, so, we're just going to read a 
piece of the Wikipedia summary because it's honestly so funny, just the summary. Okay. Because I have something on AO3 for us to read after we read this Wikipedia summary. Okay. Um, but, okay. So. I, like, have never really read My Immortal, so this will be all really new to me. Well, that's great, because it's honestly, the shock value of it yeah. is, is funnier the like, first time. There's, like, some things I remember, but, like, not really. Okay. The protagonist of the story is Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way, a 17-year-old vampire who attends Hogwarts, located in England instead of the original book Scotland, as a member of Slytherin House. Of course she is. Yeah. Hogwarts is depicted as being divided between two cliques, the Goths, Goths and the Preps. <laughs> the trademark of My Immortal is that everything is spelled wrong. Yes. And inconsistently wrong. Mm-hmm. So everyone has like 18 alternate spellings of their names. Mm-hmm. Ebony and all the... The sympathetic characters are part of the goth clique, while the members of the prep clique are portrayed unsympathetically. Many of the main characters of Harry Potter are given gothic makeovers that are so extensive that they bear little similarity to the original characters. Harry, for example, has transfigured his iconic lightning bolt scar into a pentagram, moved to the Slytherin house, and now goes by the name Vampire because he loves the taste of human blood. Similarly, Hermione Granger has changed her name to Bloody Mary Smith (laughs) and lives as a goth. Goth vampire Satanist in Slytherin as well. Ebony and her classmates are also erroneous depicted as attending Hogwarts in the mid-2000s instead of the 1990s when the series is canonically set, judging by the repeated references to scene and emo culture, which were experiencing a sharp rise in popularity at the time. Yeah. The story begins by focusing on Ebony entering a relationship with Draco Malfoy, who is depicted as shy, sensitive, and bisexual. (laughs) (laughs) This can't keep going, it gets worse. It's giving me bisexually. Okay. Draco invites Ebony to a good Charlotte concert in Hogsmeade. She agrees, and they fly to Hogsmeade together, and Draco's flying black Mercedes-Benz. After the concert, they do not go back to the castle. The two instead have sexual intercourse in the Forbidden Forest, but are witnessed by Hogwarts principal Albus Dumbledore. Can I pause? In the the fan fiction, it was like, the sexual intercourse was written, and he put his thing in my thing, and then then we did it. Yes. (laughs) And that was the extent of the sexual intercourse. Uh, Albus Dumbledore, referred to in places as Albert Dumbledore in a var- variety of other names, who yells at them and derides them as motherfuckers in a subsequent author's note Motherfuckers. Oh, in a subsequent author's note it is explained this outburst is because Dumbledore was suffering from a headache. Okay. <laughs> Later after Ebony confronts Harry, Vampire Potter, in front of Severus Snape's class, Snape is also called Snap, but also Snope, Snoop, or Snipe at times, as well as Draco, who is entirely naked. <laughs> She learns that Draco used to date vampire. Okay, it's like That's where the bisexuality yeah. comes in. Ebony becomes so angry at this perceived betrayal, despite identifying as bisexual herself and professing a sexual attraction to sensitive bi guys, with a Z, <laughs> that she runs crying into the Forbidden Bo- Forest where she meets Lord Voldemort. Voldemort, speaking in a faux archaic English, gives her a gun. He, he speaks kind of like Shakespeare. Okay. Shakespeare-esque. Gives her a gun and demands that she kill Vampire Potter or else he will kill Draco, but Ebony refuses. Later on, Draco learns of this encounter and he is so angry that Ebony kept, kept it from him that he kills himself by sitting, slitting his wrists and recurring the, a recurring theme in the fanfiction. Oh, but wait. He's not dead. Okay. In a subsequent scene, however, Vampire has a vision of Draco being held prisoner by Voldemort. After rescuing Draco from Voldemort, Ebony and her friends attend a My Chemical Romance concert in Hogsmeade. 
After some songs have been played, the concert ends abruptly when the members of My Chemical Romance reveal themselves to be Voldemort and his death dealers. <laughs> death dealers. Yeah. Voldemort, who had been disguised as lead vocalist Gerard Way, the inspiration of Ebony's last name, proclaims his attempt to kill Ebony and Draco for the former's failure to kill Vampire, but they are saved by Albus Dumbledore, who has just given himself a gothic makeover. The next day, Dumbledore gives a gothic makeover to the Hogwarts Great Hall as well, but Ebony feels that he is a poser and dislikes him greatly, a sentiment shared by her friends. We can pause here because it just keeps going and going and going. Because um, then it gets into the professor drama. Um, but then at the end, um, Tom, Tom Riddle it gets called Satan, and then he, w- he used to be in a band with James Potter and all the Marauders. And Lucius Malfoy. Mm-hmm. Then at the end, a gothic Marty McFly gives Ebony a black DeLorean time machine able to transform into an iPod. All right. We just, yeah. It's very long. Um, there's just, it's a very fun time. Mm. Um, but we're going to read this. Okay. And that's why I made you read this. Yes. Heroes are for preps by all for pun. On AO3. The summary? (laughs) You can read the summary. Summary. Move over, Tokoyami. There's a new edgelord in Class 1A. Okay. Chapter 1. Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven UA. Yes. If you're not familiar with My Immortal, I recommend a brief skim over the first chapter before reading this, which you can find here. So I had us do Mm -hmm. the summary instead. All, All right, class. Listen up. We have a new student today, Aizawa announced flatly. At that moment, the classroom door slammed to the left with a loud thud, revealing a pale goth girl. She strutted to the front of the classroom with long, uneven, black, manic-panic-dyed hair trailing behind her. She was dressed head-to-toe in 2008 Hot Topic Couture. Couture? I don't know how to pronounce it. Couture. Couture, that's correct. Uh, Adorned with torn fishnets and mismatched arm warmers. Her eyeshadows were smeared across the corner of her eyes, reminiscent of a solemn raccoon that had faced great turmoil and a trash-digging endeavor. The girl had deliberated her first day outfit for three hours that morning, sobbing as she blared blood on the dance floor and shuffled intensely through her fishnet collection. However, her edgy playlist came to an abrupt stop 2.5 hours into her sobs when her preppy next-door neighbors threatened to call the cops. The edgy girl posed next to Aizawa with a hand on her hip. Aizawa glanced at her oddly My Chemical Romance t-shirt, raised an eyebrow, and then just sighed. Right. Anyway, class, this is Ebony. She's a transfer student from England. A look of disgust crept onto Ebony's face. Um, hello, I'm from Form Hogwarts, the famous school. I'm also famous. I'm also a vampire. Emily's just reading it as it's written. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is written like that. Aizawa gazed at her with a bored, unimpressed expression mirrored by the rest of the class. Right, can you, reduce your, can you introduce yourself to the class? Aizawa said flatly, his voice completely devoid of even a single hint of amusement. She rolled her eyes and jammed her hand on her hips. Ugh, fine, but that's such a prep thing to do. My name's Emily Darkness Dementia Ravenway. I'm from Hogwarts, and I'm a vampire, and uh, also a witch, too. I like my Kamoka romance. There's the bestest band ever, and good Charlotte. I love Hot Topic, and if you don't shop there, you're a prep. And I, and I, and I, I hate stupid preps. So good thing <laughs> Megan has now shopped at Hot Topic. I'm actually wearing a shirt purchased from Hot Topic. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy it, though. It was a gag gift. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Todoroki shirt from My Hero. It's really ugly, mm-hmm. and I wear it as pajamas, but I do kind of forget sometimes that I'm wearing it when I go to use the bathroom, mm-hmm. and I walk past the sorority girls who live on my floor. I'm like, oh, oh maybe I shouldn't have worn this. 
Whoa. Class 1A slowly clapped. Looks of confusion unanimously sprawled across their faces. Right, Aizawa drawled with an eye roll. And where exactly is your uniform? That's like the audio. That's like... <laughs> like and why aren't you in uniform? Yeah. <laughs> Look, I don't want to wear it. It's too prep. The principal made an exception because my style was too hardcore. And Nobi pitched, bitched with a dramatic hair flip. Understandable. Have a nice day. I saw what deadpanned, knowing full well that was a complete utter bullshit, but not finding enough to care to give. It was truly a tough call. Worry about educating future heroes to better protect society against cruel injustices or discuss Ebony's fashion choice of the day. You can have the desk behind Todoroki. So we're going to skip a bit. I don't know exactly. It, it is kind of long and we're running out of time. Um, she has a confrontation with Ida because she puts her demonia platforms on the desk and he doesn't like that. Um, so she forces Todoroki out of his seat and he just kind of um, lets her because he doesn't want to engage. Okay. Thank you, Todoroki, said an increasingly annoyed Aizawa. He resumed the lecture yet again. All was quiet for a few minutes as Anobi resumed. Yeah. Anobi. no it is spelled like that her name is spelled like that in the pic it's like uh kenobi yeah uh anobi resumed reading cursed child oh my god (laughs) all right this time upside down she then decided to repeatedly jab her hand on tokoyami toko yeah tokoyami is correct yeah shoulder tokoyami uh turned towards her slowly knowing there would be no revelry in this darkness he'd have to face poor tokoyami anubi leaned in uncomfortable in uncomfortably close What's up, Draco? You want to ditch these preps and go smoke? She said in her best suggestive, su- seductive voice, reminiscent of a chain smoker. What's up, Draco? <laughs> <laughs> what, no? Togiyami swiftly turned back around. At the moment, piece of chalk crashed into Anobi's foundation-caked forehead, causing her to recoil. Ugh, what the heck? Aizawa's hair was flo- fully floating now. Yagorozu-san... Please escort Dimension Way son to Principal Nezu's office. <laughs> okay. So she's done. I got I picked too much stuff for this week, so I'm sorry that it was like I so mean, long. My section last week was long. Um there were two more things, but I'm just gonna summarize them. Okay. And then they're on AO3, so I'll bookmark in case you want to read. And I'll bookmark this one too. Um so this one is called Dumbledever. Okay. Um, where Dumbledore is trying to summon a demon in order to get rid of the horcrux in Harry's mm. head and accidentally summons Endeavor from my hero. Oh, okay. Um, and then Endeavor seems to be getting summoned quite frequently. Oh. So he's, you know, he's struggling with that. Um, and then at the end, you know, he's like, send me back. Like, I, you know, how do you get me out of here? Mm. The last guy, like, burned a bunch of rats or something. Just like, send me back. And Dumbledore's like, mm, well, I uh, know. <laughs> you know, I, I can't do that because well, Endeavor's been making comments about abusing Todoroki this whole time oh, okay. so Dumbledore was like mm, objection on that but mm. I also like can't send you back because um, this curse requires me to have sex with the person in order to undo it oh. and he's like but I wouldn't do that because it's coercion so you're just gonna have to wait it out um, oh. but then it ends with them having sex because Endeavor says he doesn't care oh, okay. um, so that was well. that was quite something it doesn't it's not written out, but oh, okay. it's, it's Sad. quite interesting. Um, yeah. Oh, and then the last one. Um, so that one, Dumbledever, I will bookmark it. 
Then this one is Homonyms Are a Bitch by Drowning in My Illiteracy. And this one is funny because it plays on Dobby, D-O-B-B-Y, oh, yeah. and Dobby, D-A-B-I, mm-hmm. sounding similar. So yes. the two of them are swapped. Okay. And Shigaraki's like, where's our Dobby? And then everyone's like, well, that's him. He's like, <laughs> the, the Dobby in this fic, the elf, is like acquired fire magic. Okay, Slade. So Shigaraki's like, where's our guy? And they're like, he's literally burning shit right now. And he's like, that's not him. <laughs> so... That's I mean, what this one is. Honestly, it probably would have been better if Dobby kept his normal powers, because since house elves are literally, like... Omnipotent, so, like... Yeah, so, like, kind of lost out on that. Yeah. So, I will bookmark those in case you guys want to read them. Okay. But that is all for Harry Potter. So now, Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay. Hey, kids. Nice to eat you. <laughs> are you ready for some Frazbear pizza? Who's, Who's this? Working at the night shift. I don't know, but I don't, I don't think, think I like, like it. I don't actually know that much about it. heart racing. About time we had a brand new plaything. Another yellow belly fucking like a chicken. Hey, I think it's time we dig in. Slay. Thin. Okay. I don't actually know that much about Five Nights at Freddy's. Everything that I've, like, gained is through, like, osmosis. Like, TikTok, YouTube. Mm-hmm. My sister watches Five Nights at Freddy's playthroughs. Mm-hmm. I have a vague understanding. I would watch Five Nights at Freddy's playthroughs, basically only Markiplier, but... So like, That's who she watches. Yeah. So, like, there's, like... I know, like, the... Basically... I didn't... I haven't watched any of the recent one, but, like, mm-hmm. up to, like, I think Sister Location. Yeah. I've watched. So, I don't know the whole lore, but I know the vibes. Mm-hmm. So. But, yeah. I think like, we're chill. And I basically just know kind of, like, the animatronic characters. Like, I don't really know much about the lore. But, yeah. But this is not really... Nothing in this, I think, is about the yeah. lore. But here's our first story. I'm gonna have us skip through at some point, but it's... Okay. This is... Okay. And here it is, Golden Freddy announced, unveiling his newest invention. Um, what is it, Mike asked. He hadn't felt this confused since the Pictionary incident. Guess it, Golden Freddy asked excitedly. That's not asking. That's... (laughs) (laughs) Um, Bonnie looked at the plain metal box. He had absolutely no idea. It's an oven, Chica yelled out. Wrong. Guess again. Freddy squinted, then decided to be blunt. Okay, I honestly have no idea what this is. GF, okay, Golden Freddy. Gluten-free. Gluten-free, I am gluten-free. Um, started pouting a bit, then yelled out, fine, it's a dimensional shifter. It lets us travel between dimensions. How did they get a hold of this? <laughs> I'm pretty, I, to me, it seems like Freddy created it. So he's Play. the king of uh, technology. Good for him. Well, I'm out. Mike immediately stood up and walked to the office. It's okay, we can do it without him, GF grins. Well, you mean test it out, Foxy asks. Last time GF made make him test something out, it made him glitch and caused the bite of 87. <laughs> <laughs> I see a lot of, like, TikTok memes about the bite of 87. Yeah. <laughs> Slay. <laughs> Why, yes, Foxy, you four are going to test out this new device. Wait, what about you, Bonnie crossed his arms. Well, I'm going to be hanging with Mike in the office. See ya. Golden Freddy then teleported away without a warning. And in that place, he was standing with a paper with instructions. Okay, so I think we can just skip down to, like, uh, this, they're, like, reading the instructions. There's Golden Freddy and then Normal Freddy, so this is Normal Freddy. I got that. Okay. Freddy then read on, then you need your imagination for the next part. Okay, I'll admit this sound totally legit. Freddy then says sarcastically, each one of you close your eyes and hold on to the object. Imagine the world shifting around you. Then Freddy screams, do not open your eyes or else you will die. You will fucking die. <laughs> All three animatronics flinched, then glared at the brown bear. 
what? It was capitalized, so I yelled it out. All three of them rolled their robotic orbs. (laughs) (laughs) Robotic orbs. Slay. Okay, then let's do what your dumb brother wants us to do now. Foxy glares at the direction of the office. They each closed their eyes and imagined the world shifting. They're shifting. They're shifting. Nothing happened for a minute, and each one of them were about to open their eyes, but they began to feel nauseous despite being animatronics. (laughs) They felt a stinging pain in their limbs, but they ignored it. Then the pain spread up their joints and into their torso and head. It was very hard to ignore it, but they managed to do it. Suddenly, the pain and nausea faded, and they felt this is the time to open their eyes. But when they did, a surprising sight met them. They were humans. Oh, gee. Oh, my goodness. They all screamed. What happened to us? Why are we humans? Bonnie said frantic. He had never been human before. He was afraid. I just want to say, like, when I was first watching playthroughs, but... I always thought Bonnie was a girl, but... Yeah, I also thought Bonnie was a girl. But... Trans Bonnie? Non-binary Bonnie? I don't know. Just like Chimmy. (laughs) Bonnie Slice. (laughs) Chimmy, one of the BTS things. (laughs) Well, all of them are non-binary, apparently. Slay. Love that for them. Okay. Um, Alright. Well, look on the bright side. We aren't that human. We got our animal parts, though. I don't know if that's a bright side. (laughs) Chica chattered, not able to be optimistic as usual, but what she said was true. They looked like a hybrid between their animatronic bodies and humans. I would not call that a bright side. Sorry we're interrupted. My sister called in the middle of that, so we're just going to keep going. Um, Freddy had shaggy brown hair with two circular ears popping out of his head. He still had his black hat. He was wearing a brown jacket and pants with matching shoes. Bonnie was wearing a purple t-shirt with long purple jeans and purple running shoes. A lot of purple. Two fuzzy bunny ears popped up from his short purple hair. A fuzzy bunny tail was on his behind. Chica would have been the most normal looking out of the group. She didn't have any ears on her blonde hair. She was wearing a dress that said, let's eat, with yellow flats. (laughs) The only thing that was strange about her was her lips, which were naturally bright orange, and she had two two pairs of yellow feathered wings sprouted from her back. Foxy's attire would have been the strangest. He was wearing a tattered red shirt with pants as equally as tattered and black rubber boots. His right hand was there instead of his hook. He had two fox ears peeking out of his long hair, which was tied into a ponytail. He had a tail that sprouted from his behind and went to his ankles. Where did your stupid brother's invention take us? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) We are in Panem, District 12, the Hunger Games. (laughs) But first, who are you and where do you come from? You have five seconds to say something or this arrow will be in one of your heads, a voice says. A girl no older than 18 steps out of the shadows. She is holding a bow with an arrow in its notch, ready to fly. Katniss. Yes. Wow. I was, I was wondering what would happen with them. Yes. That is something. What's the name of that chapters one? if you want to read it. It's A Cross Between Two Worlds by Ibexity. Cool. Maybe. Uh, okay. So now we're going to read just a few preferences. So we also have On Your Period. Oh, so great. So, I feel like on your period preference is always it always has something. Yeah. We have Foxy and Freddy. That's the one that's the first thing I always check in a collection mm. is like how did you meet nicknames and period. period. <laughs> okay. Also in this I think they're all supposed to be human versions of them. So okay. you can imagine maybe what they were in the last fic. Love it. So this is FNAF preferences will take imagines by The Girl to Beware on Wattpad. Foxy. Foxy was just confused. He'd see you in pain and worry since he didn't know what to do. Um, Lassie, you be okay. (laughs) You just groaned in response since you felt like stabbing your lower areas. (laughs) 
stabbing, stabbing smelled, spelled wrong. Since he had absolutely no clue what to do, picked you up and cuddled, hoping it would make you feel better. Which it did, because Foxy's cuddles! Well. Wow. Someone's yelling. <laughs> Freddy. Freddy just listened to- <laughs> Every time I say Freddy. Freddy, por que estamos hablando en español? <laughs> oh, yeah. Literally, I about that. Uh, okay. Freddy just listened to you, seeing as anything wrong, or if he said something rude, you would break down and curl up in a ball, with Freddy looking like total jerk. So he would listen so he won't die or feel guilty. You, on the other hand, were just sad and sensitive. Freddy would do everything he could think of, but you wouldn't stop crying. He even asked you to stop bleeding. So thoughtful, Freddy. Yeah, well. Hey, Emily. How about you just stop? How about, how about you just stop? You gave him a bitch face and then went back to your nice little fort you created. I'm sorry. <laughs> Going on my period does not make me sob and build forts. Yeah. I feel like there's some kind of like an infantilization of like in this and like fix of it's like the girls just like cry and are like. It's all you need some chocolate. Yeah. And it's like. That's actually really not how this works in real life. Yeah. Like, you know, every so often you're like, mm, I'm going to cancel plans. I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, that's very normal. I just feel like people don't actually behave like this. We still have to live our lives. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like that's just like how people also, like, people talk about it on social media. I feel like that's how everyone portrays it. And I'm like, why are we all doing it like this? I've like, never, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting. Um, like, there's always, there's so many jokes about, like, people like giving people candy and stuff and it's like i've never once had anyone give me chocolate on my period it's like my boyfriend came and is gonna give me candy he's like or or my my parents left me candy on my bed it's like what (laughs) like it happens no it's it's so frequent no you're right (laughs) um the this this here the the little fort feels like someone's been reading too much omegaverse fan fiction omg i'm just gonna say that (laughs) yeah if anyone's on that side of tiktok yeah. Lots of things that just... Mm-hmm. I learn things that I don't ever want to have yeah. learned. I still There's so much that still confuses me. I don't understand how it works. I don't want to. That's true. I just see it and every time I'm like, maybe, oh. maybe we do a special episode where it's only Omegaverse and it's a deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> Pass. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um. Okay. Then, Freddie later just brought over Mangle, seeing that she was one of your girl best friends. Great. Yeah. I'm just... I, you know, like, why... Since when has being on your period made you build a little fort and cry (laughs) and bitch face and whatever? Now we have pregnant, question mark. Oh my god. How you get pregnant with an animatronic. (laughs) Foxy. You've been pregnant for a few weeks now. Almost a month. So Fox... And Foxy's been starting to worry why you're so sick and have weird cravings. You wouldn't even know! Literally... (laughs) Like, you wouldn't have even missed a period. Um, well, she just wasn't building her fort. They knew something was wrong. <laughs> the nesting urge hasn't come up. Um, you had just brushed your teeth after pucking, puking, and Foxy came in. Erm, lassie, ye be okay? <laughs> he asked, worried. You handed him a slip of paper that said, You got me pregnant, no question. <laughs> He read it and started hugging you to death. Lassie, this be wonderful, he said and hugged you even tighter. You two ended up cuddling on the couch to celebrate. This author really wants to cuddle Foxy. Mm. Okay, Freddy. 
Freddie knew from the start something was wrong <laughs> when you started complaining about being a girl. Okay. Mm. Um, Megan, are you okay? He asked after the fifth time you pucked. <laughs> We're doing a lot of pucking in this fic. No. I'm pregnant, you asshole, and I have to deal with your shit. You're pregnant? <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? This is the best thing in the world. He screamed and hugged you to death. Everyone's hugging me to death. Uh, Except with, you with, and the baby. <laughs> with these people, they would actually hug you to death. Yeah. Um, he asked a bunch of stupid questions that he needed to know so he can be prepared. Wow. Wow. Freddie's think... at least invested in being a good father. Yeah, I think that was the last preference I wanted us to read. <laughs> You're p- p- pregnant. <laughs> uh... Any of these good? No. Okay. Um, okay. Yes. Now we have this, which is an intro. Well, it's not like an. It's kind of like it's just kind of like oh, the past of the beginning of. Not. I don't know. What's not? It's not. How would you describe it? Like imagine it's like. Whatever. It literally doesn't. You mean even like matter. a prequel? Prequel slightly, but it's like in the first chapter. So yeah. Okay. Um. It's literally doesn't matter, but. So, it's not really getting into the fic until the next chapter, but we're, we're only going to be reading. Okay. Cool. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Kowalski, explain, shouted Skipper as he saw the baby bird in his flippers. Skipper, you know, is it Eva or Ava? I don't know. Eva? I don't know. Well, you know that we married and now we have a baby. Right? But where is she? asked Private. The tallest took a big breath and spoke, his voice broken. She died. <laughs> Eva died because her food was poisoned. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. Who was out to kill? I want to do something with Evelyn. I want to get rid of her. <laughs> Kowalski. I want nothing to remember me of Eva's death. I don't want her to make me feel all my life that her death was my fault. He said and sobbed slowly. A flipper rested on his shoulder and its owner spoke. Kowalski... We can't chose for you. Then Skipper took the fragile body of the creature in his arms. But if you think that she'll be fine separated by you, her only parent alive, then we'll help you with all we can. (laughs) (laughs) What? They brought her in the middle of the night in front of two buildings. Put her in front of the right building. I want nothing in my life to remember me of Eva. So this, this, like the remember me, it, it's very clear that this is written by someone who is, like, yeah. not English as a first language. Because yeah. that's, like, a very classic thing. Um, the flat-headed leader put her... I always forget that his head is flat <laughs> on top. Oh, yeah. I, like, wouldn't, like, put that together. That's actually kind of funny. When <laughs> <laughs> there was no sign of his team around, he gave her some papers in a box. He knew for sure that Kowalski will hate him. But he didn't care. He didn't care at all. He cared about the little girl and nothing else. He looked at her like he loved her smile and felt heartbroken that he had to leave her there. He put another letter on her with the message, please take care of Evelyn. Now at least war of your, now at least war one of your parents' choices of your name, added Skipper, kissing her forehead. Hmm. He knocked at the glass door and waited for someone to appear. A tall yellowish figure came outside and took her in its arms. What are you doing here, little bird? It's, it's literally a bird. <laughs> it's a penguin. Huh? Please take care of Evelyn? You're an orphan. Poor flesh bird. Oh, no, it's Chica, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> and I'll take care flesh of you. Flesh bird. <laughs> and they both entered in the building. Why? 
Why did Kowalski pick Freddy Fazbear's Pizza <laughs> as the place? <laughs> He's a child. <laughs> Why would he not put her in the zoo? Like, I don't know. Like, at the very least, she'll be, like, safe there. Yeah, he's like, no, the pizzeria is where a baby penguin will go. He just, like, imagine having a child and then choosing the equivalent of a Chuck E. Cheese's <laughs> to dump them at. What? Okay. Inside the warm building, she felt safer, even though the smell was horrible. The one who brought her here gave Evelyn something to eat. Here. It's a pizza, she spoke. <laughs> she took it, but it felt... The yellowish figure gave her another, and that one, it could barely chew it slightly. A tall, brownish figure came up, too. Freddy, you know how much we wanted a child. (laughs) Well, I found this bird at the door. It's a black and white chicken. Poor creature is an orphan. Can we keep her? The girlish voice spoke. That brown creature looked at her and asked, No. (laughs) Can you call me daddy? (laughs) No. Dada, the baby bird spoke. They both took her in their hands and hugged her tight. But first I want to test her, Chica, said Freddy as he took a big breath while the other one looked like it tried to stop. Scree! (laughs) Freddy's voice shouted. The little bird laughed at the sound. It lifted on Freddy's shoulder and pressed its nose. A little squeak escaped from his nose as Evelyn looked now, amazed at his new father's top hat. She took it without hesitation and put it on her head. They both laughed. Freddie and Chica took her and put Evelyn on some kitchen towels and the little angel slept peacefully. Without realizing that someone looked at them. Goodbye, Evelyn, said a voice <laughs> looking through the kitchen's window. Kowalski saw that happening and he's like, yeah, uh, Evelyn's fine. <laughs> he saw these freaky animatronics. What's the title? Uh, it's... Daughter of a penguin, lover of a robot. What? <laughs> I don't know where this goes. It's, it's. There's a. Tell me more chapters. We're in. There's only one more chapter. Rip. Very sad. Okay. Daughter of a penguin, lover of a <laughs> by Chris for signs dot eb dot skf. Okay. Okay. So this next one is like. I mean, I don't know what I want us to read of it. Because. Uh, it's like it's kind. Of, I don't know. We'll see how long this takes to read. I feel like it's kind of long because, but it's all like one thing of text, right? So, we'll just see, because it kind of takes like. We'll we'll just read it. Okay. <laughs> Great. Okay. Chapter one. I'm sorry. Percy Jackson was set on the couch watching as his older brother and his friends eating snacks in the kitchen. Number one. <laughs> no. He- <laughs> There's already a lot wrong here. Well, you'll see. You'll okay. see. There's like a whole Is new backstory. Is his older brother Freddy Fazbear? There's a whole new backstory. Okay. Well, watching them through tears, lately because of his older brother's bullying, Percy had been known to cry a lot more often. In fact, Vincent, Percy's older brother, <laughs> and his friends had started calling Percy the crying child. <laughs> the crying child. The crying child. The crying child. <laughs> <laughs> and Percy hated it here. The four-year-old he child... He hates it here. He hates it here. He's four! He's gonna <laughs> cry! The four-year-old child hoped every day that his father, who his mother had told him was lost at sea, would come and save him from this family. Mm-hmm. So true. You see, the reason why Percy is with this family and not his mother is because she had gotten into a car wreck. 
although when Percy had saw the claw marks on the side of the car, he started to have misgivings about that. I'll- I I also like this when you chuckle because the person uses misgivings, which I feel like is kind of like, okay, that's a little fancy word. Yeah. But then, like, the spelling and grammar, and this is so awful that, like, the misgivings it just came out and of nowhere for and me. And it's misgivings yes. Misgivings possessive. Yeah, it really came out of nowhere for me. It's so funny. Um, About that, although after that, Gabe, his mother's boyfriend, skipped town so he wouldn't have to take care of him, so the police threw him into an orphanage where he he was acutely, quickly adopted by a man wearing a purple uniform. (laughs) Uh, Okay, problem. And then asked about it on the way to the car. All he said is that it was his uniform, for his job as the night guard for night guard for Fred Bear's Diner. <laughs> That's not even what it's called. Fred Bear's Diner. And then added about how his son would love having Percy around. Vincent does not seem to love having no. Percy around. Um, Percy would have agreed if it hadn't been that the adult had neglected to mention one little detail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That one's pretty bad. That one made me chuckle. Um, spelled D-I-T-T-A-I-L. The family had lost both the mother and daughter of the family from a fire at a sister location of Fred Bear's Diner. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that it's not Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. It's yeah. Fred, Fred Bear's, Bear's Diner. Diner. <laughs> I work at Fred Bear's Diner. <laughs> I'm going to change my Twitter location to Fred Bear's Diner. <laughs> so true. Um... And also the fact that Vincent was quick to anger and did not like reminders. So having a younger sibling was a blow to him. Fair enough. Yeah. Causing said older boy to despise Percy. But back to where we were before. I went to the past. (laughs) Come on, Jeremy. There has to be a way we can scare the kid more today. Vincent asked to the smartest of the group of four. There was Jeremy Fitzgerald, the smartest. Mike Schmidt. (laughs) Not spelled. Schmidt not spelled correctly. Um, the bravest of the group, Fritch Smith, the weak link, he was the one that the other boys hide behind because no one would think nice young Fritch would do anything wrong. Fritch is not a name. (laughs) (laughs) Anything wrong. And lastly, Vincent, the leader of the group, each had their own favorite animatronic from Fred Bears. Vincent's is Foxy, Fritch's is Bonnie, so they're going to be the ones who get eaten into the... You'll see. I actually don't really know. We're only reading the first chapter. Okay. And Jeremy's would be Chica. Heck, Percy had his own favorite Fred Bear, the Golden Bear, in fact. <laughs> um, they should probably realize we are right here and can hear them, the Fred Bear plushie said, settling on <laughs> Percy's lap. <laughs> yep, the toy talked. You see, being uh, all alone all the time per- had Percy making himself some imaginary friends. All right? mm, yeah. Fair enough. At first it was okay, but when Vincent's dad, Percy... Percy would never call him his own because of the fact he never helped Percy saw Percy talking to his six toy plushes of the Fazbear gang. He had brought him to a doctor, just to be (laughs) sure, and it turned out that Percy had a form of Ashburger's syndrome. Mm. Instead of Asperger, it's Ashburger syndrome. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how they, like, Ash (laughs) space burger what <laughs> well it's a, it's actually something completely different that's yeah it's a ash ashburger's syndrome is different yeah um causing him to be a bit skittish around people and having a slight lisp although this also meant that percy had a great imagination which could be both a blessing and a curse sometimes 
Yar, I be agreeing, Fredbear, but this skelly rags are making plans to harm our precious. We might as well listen to the buccaneers tell their plan in front of us, Faxie said. (laughs) (laughs) Faxie said, giving a thumbs up, and Percy guessed properly would have been giving a confident smile if it wasn't for the fact that Vincent had cut off his head to use as a mask to scare Percy with. (laughs) Well, how many days until the kid's birthday, Jeremy asked, only slightly looking at Percy. It's in four days, Vincent said, smirking, while also causing the others to smirk. Oh no, those boys better not do anything to you during your birthday, Percy. It really seems like they will be, (laughs) Chica said, glaring at the teens. This also caused Percy to remember what Vincent had been doing to him lately, locking him in his bedroom and jump-scaring him from behind the TV yesterday and today. This only made him cry a little bit more, although the teens didn't notice. Oh, I know just the thing, Mike said suddenly, pulling the other teens away. This caused some fear in Percy before he calmed down from a command from the simi-leader of his plushes. There's, like, no punctuation yeah. in this either. I'm just kind of... So I apologize if it sounds kind of stilted. I'm just guessing where things should stop and start. (laughs) Percy, stop worrying about it until it happens, Freddy said, staring right into Percy's eyes. Yes, you're you're right, Freddy. I shouldn't let them get to me, (laughs) Percy said quietly, while also twitching at his own voice. It was barely a squick, but it caused grating on anyone's ears when they hear him talk, and usually... Adults tried to leave quickly because the silent voice was both hard to hear and caused a slight pain to their ears. Okay, R.I.P. Poor Percy. So for the rest of the day, Percy and his plushies just played and had fun. We probably can just okay. skip to like... Oh, they go to, they go to Fred Bear's diner. Yeah, so we'll start with, well, looky here. <laughs> <laughs> well, looky here, the birthday boy, Vincent said, coming up behind per- Percy and snatching the Fred Bear plushie. Oh, but look at this. I think the kid is getting too old for his plush toys, don't you think so, guys? <laughs> Vincent said, causing Percy to swing around and see Vincent and his friends all around him and all wearing masks of their favorite animatronic. Perhaps you guys are too old to be wearing animatronic masks? Yeah. Perhaps. Think about that. Is no one witnessing the bullying? <laughs> yeah, Vincent, let's break the toy, Mike said, grabbing Fredbear and ripping off his arm before throwing him in the trash. No, Percy said before starting to cry. Oh, look, he's crying again. Oh, I know just what will cheer him up, Jeremy said under his Chica mask. Really what, Vincent asked. I kiss from Fredbear, of course, Jeremy said, picking up Percy. Let me go, Percy yelled when the rest started to pick him up. Well, what do you know? He can yell, Fritch said coldly while they were dragging the kid more into the party room. Please, please, no, Percy cried, trying to get out of their grip. Oh, come on, it's just a kiss. This is this is creepy, <laughs> Vincent said, getting annoyed. Oh, I know. We should put him inside Fredbear's mouth like a bear attack, Mike said. <laughs> then the group tossed Percy inside the animatronic's mouth. <laughs> what? I don't want to die, Percy yelled, causing the group to look at each other. Who said anything about dying, Vincent said, before they heard a crunching noise. <laughs> oh my god. Crap, I thought the animatronic was turned off, Jeremy said, <laughs> rushing forward. No, Percy screamed while the teens rushed to him. Only for all the people in the other rooms went silent when they heard a loud crunch. 
<laughs> no, no, get him out of there. Vincent cried when the parents and other adults arrived. After they got Percy's body out, Vincent started to cry seeing the mangled body. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Vincent said, crying in a corner as the paramedic took Percy away to the hospital. Okay, and that's all I have. Well, there's there's five no, chapters yeah, of so that. Well, more to read. What's the what's the name? It's Percy Jackson, Fredbird Nightmare, and One and the Same by Ghost the Fox. Wow. I think was this the one that has a Fredbear s- second part? I don't know. Mm, there was one that I clicked on that was like, make sure you read. Oh my god, they have Fredbear, so Fredbear. much. Fredbear, Fredbear. They have sixty-eight works. Good for Ghost the yes, Fox. Is this one? I opened this one. Oh, no, was it this one? No, never mind. It's not this one, but it's definitely... Okay, yeah, never mind. It's okay. Yeah, it is. There was one that I opened that just, like, started with, like, make sure to go read this other thing, and it was like, in the story, this person is, like, Freddie Fazbear's, like, half-brother, like, I don't know, it was kind of insane. But I was Love like, it. is that this? But I don't think it was. Okay. But we'll be back in just a moment. We're gonna pick, and this has been an extra long episode. Mm. Oops. Okay. Sort by best match. Let's go. Okay. Mm. Not seeing anything so far. Yeah. Um. Formula One RPF. <laughs> Major character death. No. Omega verse. Oh, gee. In Russian. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot going on there. Mm. Um. So far, still nothing. Yeah. Just random. It's a lot of original work today. And a lot of things you've already done. WWE. Hmm. Jagged Little Pill. Don't know enough about that. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm going to switch to a recent search and see what we get there. Okay. Magnus, Magnus Chase. Chase. That would be interesting. Should yeah. we do that? Let me see. I'm, yeah. There's enough. All right. Let's do Magnus Chase, mm-hmm. and we'll decide as we go on who gets it. Yeah. Um, the Matrix. Fun, fun. Mm-hmm. Captain, Un- Captain Underpants. Captain Underpants. <laughs> That's my favorite story. So true. We need to do this sometime with Ivy. Genshin Impact. I literally know nothing about it, so it I played it a little. Like a... Um, but I don't know enough about mm-hmm. the characters to do the whole thing. Encanto. I don't know. I don't think there's enough in Kanto yeah, fanfic no. yet. Fanfic for this stuff has to be let marinate for a yeah. while. You have to. You have to let things rest in mm-hmm. order for the funny to come out. My hero again. Carry on, Rainbow Pearl. Harry Potter. Um, you're gonna need to scroll. Yeah. All right. A lot of Minecraft. We did Minecraft. We finally did the Dream SMP. Yeah. I don't need to anymore. Not doing so well today. Go back to, like, the first page. Yeah. <sighs> um, we're, not, we're not doing well. We'll probably have to turn to the wheel. All right, let's there do There was the- another Captain Underpants. We're <laughs> really doing a lot of Captain Underpants today. Okay. Let's spin the wheel. If the wheel loads. OMG. <laughs> hey kids, nice to meet you. Get you ready for some Fazbear pizza? 
Who is this? Working at the night shift. I don't know, but I don't think I like it. I can feel it's not mixing. That time we had a brand new plaything. The wheel is dying. Oh, here we go. Oh! Okay, let's try again. I just leave it up on a tab on my computer, which doesn't always. Okay, well, I think we should do one that we is not a repeat, so. We got Star Trek, but we just repeated something, so. Let's spin again. Okay, wait, Troy wait. Sivan slash Tyler Oakley. <laughs> okay, I can do that unless I don't have. I don't know how much you know about. Troy Not Sivan as much, I think, as you. I probably do know more. Um, all right, and I will finish reading the Magic Magnus Chase series. I have. I I won't be able to finish it, but I also have never finished it. But I won't be able to finish in time. But I've read the first two, so I just need I've to read, read the I third think, one. Either I've read 1.5 or 2.5, but I think I've only read 1.5 books. So, I will read it mm-hmm. for funsies and then get back to everybody on that. Slide. Okay. All right. Uh, peace and love. <laughs>